Peace, everybody. Rodney Asad Muhammad, your courage coach. It's a Thursday night call to courage. We back. We live. We on. So give everybody a chance to get in, get the phones clicking and chirping. You know what it, what it do. And so people know we on live. Those you catching the replay, thank you for watching the replay. And uh, we pray to Allah that, uh, that would, you know, something we say or share helps in some way, shape or fashion. Now, those of you that uh, got a chance to watch last week's broadcast, thank you so much for the feedback. Very powerful feedback. Um, thankful we got a chance to kind of get that out and get the, you know, call the courage back moving in the right direction. Now, uh, those of you that uh, got a chance to watch the replay of that, thank you for chiming in after the fact. All right. Oh, there you go. Malik. Come on. He's a powerful name right there. Yeah, mama, I don't know if your mom and them knew what they was doing when they when they was naming y'all some of them powerful names. This back in the day, you know, back in the day right there. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That's fam right there, home team. Home team all day. Home team all day. Now, uh, tonight on Thursday Night Call to Courage, we're talking about Cones Construction and the Courage to Stay the Course. Cones Construction and the Courage to Stay the Course. Now, I got I got to start off and let you all know, listen, you know, um, all the years I got a chance to speak and travel and train. I mean, I've been all over the place and it was a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm glad I got a chance and had the opportunity to go to places I got a chance to go and to see the things I got a chance to see. Peace. But Danny and um, I met a lot of great people and did a lot of great things uh, by God's permission. Uh, but however, you know, I've, I've driven a lot of places too. I've, I mean, you know, I fly someplace I might have to drive to one event and then maybe drive a few hours to another city or event uh, or a nearby state or something like that. So I've logged a lot of miles as well while traveling, you know? And so I got a chance to see a lot of the country that, you know, you just don't get to see just unless you just happen to be there. And so anyway, um, uh, in, in some of these travels, you know, you come across areas that you're not familiar with, places that, you know, you know, of course, you've never been. But um, also, you know, that people are doing construction and things all over the place. People are, you know, building things, tearing things down. Uh, disasters happen. I, I went through I remember I was traveling some I think it was somewhere in Idaho, somewhere like that. And it was after some major flooding. I mean, it, had, it was major rain stuff. And so I'm driving through and they had like whole parts of the some cities and towns flooded i mean you can see the water out there and you see like the tip the tippy top of street signs and stuff and it was like you couldn't go here you couldn't go there and i, I drove i remember driving through this one section because i was trying to get to a whole nother city i was driving through one section it was a you know farmland a lot of farmlands out farmland out there and i remember seeing uh where the water had receded in one part of the farm where all the crops were gone. You could just see where the water used to be and it used to be crops and stuff out there. You see where the water line was, but also you could see where the places where it was still completely flooded, where these people's farm was completely were completely surrounded by water. This stuff was completely surrounded by water. And you could see the top of street signs out there like, yo, them street signs. Like and water, the water right there and the street sign top is like right here. You know? The stop sign, you see the top of the stop sign and water at the top of it. And they, they was like completely surrounded, just water everywhere. And I'm thinking like, whoa, this is this is crazy because it's just you you can't even fathom. If you ain't been in something like that, you can't even really imagine in your mind. You can see it on TV. But until you right there, boots on the ground, seeing it live and are, are dealing with it, you don't even know what it is to have that much water everywhere, just everywhere. And so. Of course, while I'm driving from one city to another, 
they, you know, they had the, you know, barricade here, barricade there and things like that. You know, it was a beautiful thing. And they had like the road out sign and, and all just all kind of stuff with lights and blinking and all kind of things. Right. And so, and you know, you can imagine over all the years that I traveled and, and gone over the country and places, you know, beyond, you know, I've seen a lot of street signs, a lot of signs, a lot of construction. Uh, you go through Texas, they always doing construction in Texas. I don't care where you go. I, I think they still working on the same freeway in Dallas area as they was working on maybe 12, 15 years ago. They still, I think they still do working on that same freeway section. Cause every time I ended up in Dallas somewhere, they like, they still working on this freeway. They were working on this freeway last time I was here, like 15 years ago. How do you still work? They always doing construction, right? <laughs> and so I've seen up where, you know, they had these, all these, you know, can't go here. Don't get off that exit, go to the next exit, exit close, all this stuff. Right. Anyway, and one day I was driving somewhere and I and I got to a place where it was like this road was out and it had the big giant barricades up. Right. They had the cones first, the little orange cone, you know, orange cones, y'all. They had the orange cones to kind of guide you along that, you know, where you boom, 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 boom. They kind of angled it. And you got to that one section where and they had the big giant, you know, barricade says road out detour. They had the sign said detour, detour. Peace to my brother Prince right there. That's that's the home team right there. Another one of the home team squad right there all day. And so detour. And so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm making this left turn, right? I'm making a left because they detour, go that way. And I'm watching all this flooding and everything like that. And so as I'm, I'm doing that, I'm thinking to myself, now well, I'm, show, I'm just showing you that the God impressed upon me. I'm like, what's to prevent me from going through that barricade? Like what's to really prevent me from driving straight through the barricade? I see it say detour. I know it say rolled out. I know they got the little, little whack, little plastic cones down to kind of make me go this way a little bit. I get it. But I'm looking at this right now and I'm like, okay, hold up. What's to stop me from just driving straight through that piece? Or going, just moving out the way. Like, man, forget these people's sign, man. These people can't tell me what to do. I just move that side out the way and just drive straight on through that. What's to stop? Nothing really to stop me. There weren't concrete barriers or nothing like that. It was just the little, you know, wooden little sign stuff with the metal sign saying detour and the little plastic cone stuff. So I said, wait a minute. These signs and these cones and these barricades are here for a reason. To get me to go a certain direction to alert me to some possible danger, a situation, a circumstance that I wasn't aware of prior to getting there, right? Those cones, the little orange cones along the way, that was to actually keep me on a certain path. So that way I kind of angled to a certain direction to get to a place where I see the sign that say detour this way, rolled out, you know, bam, right? Bust, bust the left right there, right? And I was thinking about life. At that moment, I was like, oh, that's dope. Because that's, in essence, what we be thinking about when circumstances and situations come up in our lives. The, I call those cones. These circumstances and situations in our life, some, some of them got names. You know what I'm talking You know who I'm talking about, right? Some of y'all know who I'm talking about right now, right? They, they got a name. You, you know them. They in your life, right? These circumstances situations are people that come up in our lives that are cones. Some people are barricades, right? Barricades. Now, you can bust through it. Because I know some of you might have gone to a couple of personal development workshops, you know. You got to break through the situation. You got to overcome the situation. You have to, you know, break through all barriers and all that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow up. Slow up. Time out. Flag on the play. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Huh? Well, you got to break through a barrier. Oh, okay. That, this, 
There's something to that, maybe, kind of, not really. Sometimes the, the barriers are there to prevent you from something. And it may be some good on the other side. Of, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not. But I am saying that a barrier is there for a reason. To take notice, to take note, to pause for a minute and say, wait, let me look at this to find out if am I equipped to go through the barrier? Do I have the right equipment? Am I, do I need a four by four over this? This is something that requires maybe a little more stealth. Speed, agility, something else. Maybe I need the different equipment or different resources in order to get through this if it needs to be gone through. But most times, I'm going to go with 90 some percent of the time when we get a barrier. That's not chance to just barrel through it. I'm going to smash through that barrier. Yeah. And you're going to find yourself in some foolishness because you muscle through it. No finesse, no skill, no analysis. You don't know what's on the other side. They said rolled out. Now, I was smart enough to know that after all the flooding and destruction I passed through, I knew that they had that sign there for a reason. The road is indeed out. Now, they could have been lying. I don't know. I wasn't going to take them. I'm just going to drive through that. They don't know. Somebody put that sign there for a reason. In our lives, peace to God, brother seven, right? Brother Stephen, oh, that's my brother right there. Oh, brother, we got we to chop it up too. I, I got something I got to talk to you about. Anyway, but those signs were there. Those cones were there for a reason. The detour sign was there for a reason to get me to go a certain direction that was safe. Now watch, sometimes, and I'm going to say this, this don't, don't, I'm not a spooky Muslim, right? It, it, not that there are any, I'm just saying that this is a term because some of y'all know what I mean, right? That sometimes the God, I'm talking the God, right? And you God and we God will put cones in our path, cones in our way, barricades in our life, right? That's trying to prevent something, prevent us from going down a path, right? Not good, bad, or indifferent. Don't even worry about that part right now. Cones in a way to kind of, that's guiding us a certain direction. You see, it's a cone. That's some blockage right there. Now, that's a that's not a necessarily a chance to say, let me just run over the cone. You could do that. You ever been out of a little construction zone and they got the little cones there? Yeah, just like you ever just like accidentally hit one? Oh, oh, oh Lord, let me hold up. Let me, let me get over a little bit. You kind of hit one of them little cones, right? Can you imagine just barreling over them puppies? Like, they all coming up under the car. You'll be like, what the heck? Your ride is all messed up. And then at some point you will end up in the very place them cones was trying to prevent you from going to. We got to start looking at some of these cones and barricades in our life for what they might most likely be. Guides. Guides to get us to go to a different direction. Take a different path. Try a different approach to getting to the destination. Not all the time is it worth it or is it even wise to barrel through, bust through, Climb over, go underneath. I know you went to the personal development workshop. I know I taught them. I get it. I know that you got to break through and climb over the, the challenges in your life. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's that's a that's one approach. But maybe you might take a just take a pause for a minute. Just a pause for a minute and say, you know what? Okay, this is a challenge. This is a block. There's some there's a reason why I noticed this. It's caught my, my awareness. And it seems like a hindrance, a block. Now, is this my opportunity to just push the block out the way, barrel through it, fight, right? Go to war with the blockage. Or is it my chance to analyze this and say, wait a minute, is this something that requires me to do that? 
Is this a situation by which it's going to be advantageous to me, right? I'm going to win if I do that, if I barrel through, power over it, crush it, destroy it, run it over. Is that, am I going, am, what am I going, how am I going to benefit from doing, taking that approach as opposed to, you know what? This is a, a barrier, a blockage, just some cones in my life. And these cones are normally, coach told me this, are designed to actually guide us and get us to go a certain direction. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, not, nothing where you like somebody said, well, no, you can't come up in here. Yeah, you OK. Right now, maybe that may be true. Like right now, at this moment, that might be true. But that don't mean, OK, now I'm going to fight the dude at the door. If I can try to get through. If your mathematics are high, right, you got higher mathematics than the cat at the door. And you want to deal with whatever consequences might come from, you know, the engagement, that direct engagement. Then you analyze all that. You run it all through. You say, up. Oh, yeah, this is the best move. This is going to yield me all the results I want. Then go ahead, engage the dude at the door. Knuckle up. Do what you do. But you're saying, you know what? Nah, I, I ain't got, I don't have to fight this cat. But he, he trying, he telling me I can't come in now. But I got, this is a, this is just a barrier. A barrier is temporary. They don't leave them up forever. It's temporary. Let you know there's a, there's something here. There's a block here. Something that needs to be looked at here. So how about this? I reanalyze this. I say, you know what? Here's what I here's what I want to do. The dude at the door say I can't come up in here. Okay. Now maybe I start looking up and looking around and maybe some windows. <laughs> maybe I see if there's another door. Well, the person at that door may be more friendly or unlocked door around the, around the way. I don't know. I you, I'm looking at all the possibilities. This is just something temporary. I'm like, let me look at this. Maybe I need to be patient and say, you know what? Dude, got to take a break at some point. He ain't gonna be on the door the whole time. I'm just using this as an analogy, right? He's not gonna be on the door the whole time. I maybe take a take a pause for a minute and say, all right, you know what? Yeah, okay. Dude, yeah, at some point you gotta go pee. I'm just using the analogy so you see where I'm going with that. Or maybe nah, he don't even do it like that. He just the door dude. He locking it down forever. Door dude. Okay. Then I start looking at, you know what? Hmm. Let me find out who owned the building. And maybe they open the uh, a purchase. Because I could buy the building, fire my man, <laughs> and put who I want on the door. There's an option. I got options. A lot of options. Or you know what I'll do? Um, if dude working for them, how about I do this? I position, I just set up a company, position my company to outbid these cats, and then I got my people on the door, and we get in and out anytime we want to because we run in the door. You got a lot of possibilities, but the first possibility of Somebody on the door, blockage, right? A barrier. And then what? Bust through it. I'm going to fight this dude trying to keep me. You can't keep me out of here. I can picket, protest, and complain. And uh, you can let me in. Let me. You can go through all them shenanigans. Or you can stop for a minute and say, hmm, there's a barrier. There's a cone in my life. Some of us have life cones that show up. Life cones. I know my sister Brandy know about some life cones, right? Life cone. I know about life cones. You, you know about some life cone where life just presents itself where some cones get put in your... You was going down this path. You had a certain route you was traveling. I'm going this way. I'm in it. I'm full steam ahead. I'm doing this. I'm getting my degree. I'm, I'm starting. I got started this business. I'm, you doing it. You, man, you all in. Going down the road. Just booking. Just getting it. Woo! Man, we in a song. We doing it. Then some cones start showing up. Uh oh, wait, 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 wait. And now if you so hard up 
and, and hard pressed to travel down that street only, only that street. Ooh, y'all, let me, let me, I got a segue on this. You know, when I, when I was doing my uh, workshops and conferences and whatnot, I used to always tell my people, I said, you know, you all got, you got to shake your lives up. I said, here's a great way to start. I said, some of y'all drive down the same street, right? Every day, like you get up at the same time, you get up at the same time. Every day, right? You go and take your little showers and whatnot. You get dressed. You might eat a little something or something like that. I said, you get in your car, right? Same car. And you pull out because you parked in the same spot at the house or whatever your apartment complex spot is. And you, then you get on the road and you drive down the same road, stop at the same stop signs and stop lights, right? Stop at the same stupid Starbucks and or black owned coffee shop, right? You order the same ridiculous drink with the frappy mocha latte chino, double pump chai latte, whatever y'all be buying. I don't even do it like that, right? So I don't know. And so you do that and you get back in your car and you drive down the same street and same and you park in the same little whack parking spot at the same little raggedy job right place and you go in the same door and say hi to the same people and sit at the same chair do the same job to then turn around after you finish to then get in that same car out to the back same back door same car to drive down the same streets pick up the same little bad children you got right they knuckleheads and whatever, half listening to you half the time. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? You swing by the same store to get the same food tub, to get back in the car, to drive to the same streets, to get to the same house, to park in the same parking spot and or apartment complex stall spot, to go in the same house, to cook the same food, to talk to the same people that you've been talking to. To go to bed at the same time and watch the same show. Okay, now you got it. You got what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying with that, right? So I would tell my people, I said, listen, you, here's what I want you to do. Start driving down a different darn street. Just try it. Like intentionally turn left instead of right that day. Like, just like, you know what? I always make my left here. You know, I'm going to go down two, two more blocks, make a left. I said, y'all, you don't even, they might be giving away money and free cars on three blocks over. You would never know that. You don't know what's going on three blocks down because you ain't driving down that street over there. Turn turn down Ellis. You you I pass by Ellis all the time, bro, Rodney. Turn down Ellis to see what the heck's going on. Your neighbors might be up to something. They might be plotting some stuff. It might seem to be some, some shenanigans going on on them street. You want to be the I, I see something, I say something. Stop. You you feel where I'm going with that? Start to shake it up and you can do it by doing something as small as changing the route you take to work. It's a good thing anyway. I mean, not that most of us not doing nothing so saucy that nobody need to be following you. But just in case you got some home invasion clowns in your vicinity, they checking you out like, oh, oh, she she get off. OK, so she probably get off at five because she be coming around that corner about 525 every day. Your neighbors know. Somebody know your schedule. Somebody watching your patterns. You better pray they ain't the robber. Right? And so you want to shake it up just, just on for your own personal self. Not that nobody's out to get you. I ain't saying that, you know. But shake it up. Switch up the flow. Turn down this street. Let me, you know, I'm going to take a whole different route. Man, instead of me getting off at exit 39, I'm going to go to exit 41 this time. Why? Because I can. I'm free like that. I'm going to get off at the other exit. Just because it's my car. And I can do that just to see what's going on, just to do something different. Because if you start shaking up your life by intentionally putting cones in your life, changing the direction you go, the route you take to get where you're trying to go, 
you start to rewire your brain to be ready for cones and barricades in our lives. Construction zones. See, these cones come up in our lives to actually help us to reanalyze, reassess, and realign our thinking for a different direction, a different path than what we initially thought was going to be. I, I'm telling y'all, prior to our sister, Sister Tanya Renee Muhammad passing me, a lot be pleased with our sister. I had a, a certain route I was on, a certain path and journey. I was set on that. I wasn't, I wasn't, man, it was all this way. And then when, when you know, as fate would have it, the God would allow it, a, a cone barrier, I'm, I'm going to say like a brick wall. No, it's more like a brick. It was like a build the wall. It was like maybe a Trump wall. It was like, man, fortress wall. What? I was, but I was going that way. I was going that way. So when the God allowed a wall barrier to come up in my life, I had to say, now I could, I could have tried to almost just muzzle through it and go back to where it was. And I was just one thing. No, yeah. I was like, no, nah, all right. So watch this. I'm telling you all this. Some of y'all know my story. Well, I got on my prayer rug, right? And 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 I, I said, all right, all right, Allah. What you what you want me to do? Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know how this next move play out. I don't know what the next thing is. I have no idea how to, you know, do the thing with. I don't know what to do with none of this. What you, you just what do you want me to do? I'm not talking mystery guy talk because it's a whole different level of mathematics. I'm talking about what you, what you just I need some direction. Just guide me wherever you open the door. I'm running through it. I ain't questioning. I ain't doing that. So things started happening. People that I thought were my friend. I thought was my brother's friend. Just just totally just went to enemy status really yeah what you uh, and i'm like what but cones now i wanted to engage it on a whole warlike level cones though i was like well why why go that hard when it's a cone a lot don't you don't you ain't supposed to go down that direction let that be what that's gonna be you got something else to do cones and you got to know how to recognize a cone. That's a cone. Don't run over the cone. See it. Recognize it's a cone. And say, all right, there's, I need to change directions then. Change my approach. Change my strategy. Re reassess my mathematics on this. And then re-engage. But don't ever, 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 brothers and sisters, think that when you come across life's cones, right? Life's barricades. You got some construction work you need to do this is this is life trying to help us to go or grow to another level to get us to our divine destinies these are cones everything's everything's in a book it's all been seen it was written in advance we just got to walk it but what happens we sometimes take ourselves off course to end up back where we needed to be anyway later on but a whole bunch of knots hard knocks Scrapes, bruises, scabs, scars, and all kind of other stuff. You got war wounds because you decide to barrel through the darn barricade, run over the stupid cones, and go off into the don't roll out area. I'm a, I'm a soldier. I'm wind, I'm struggle through it. I'm powered. No, sometimes you need to lay back and say, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a cone. It's a barricade. This is not my an opportunity to show how tough I am with the barricade. The barricades are there for a reason. Now it's my chance to show how intelligent I am. Say, hmm, there's some blockage here. Let me find out why that blockage is here. What's 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 the reason why there's blockage here? 
and what I need to do in order to get to the ultimate destination. And it don't always include, rarely does it include me having to bust a barrier down. Because sometimes we need to leave that barrier or that blockage or those cones up for the next driver, the next traveler behind me. Oh, it might be your children. I don't know. Why they got to go through the same raggedy crap you went through? Why they got it? Why? Why do they have to have the same hard knocks and roll? Because you didn't leave the cones and stuff up. You didn't leave the barricades where they need to be to say, hey, and then alert, alert the people behind you. Say, oh, ooh, hey, yo, when you get off on I-95, uh, you can't you can't take exit 22. No, 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 no. You can't take exit 22. And let the people coming up behind you know, hey, there's some cones and there's some barricades. Now, it, the construction might be done by the time you get to it, but I just want to let you know that you be on the lookout for that because the road is out. When I came through, the road was out. Okay, good looking out. They get that. Oh, snap. Okay, detour. Let me make the detour. Thank, thank you for hitting me with that on the, on the, the road being out. I normally take that curve pretty fast. Whatever it is. So let people behind you, coming up behind you, leave that stuff in place. Don't run it over because you ever do. I, I've been in some construction zones where some clown fool had ran over the, the little cones and stuff and sat them all scattered. Which You don't even know which way to go. You like, oh, snap. Do I keep right? Go left. Oh, man. I, the cones are out of place. So now all the other drivers is scrambling trying to figure out what the heck do I do because the cones all disheveled, disarrayed. Somebody knocked down one of the little, you know, barricade things with the little blinky light on it. I don't even know. Should I go to the right or not? Watch the I'll show you that one time I was I was rolling. It was early one morning. I was going to hit one of my 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 uh, coaching clients up. And so I'm rolling, I'm mashing down the highway, just mashing. He lived pretty far. So I'm rolling. And so I saw these little signs, like the little uh they had like the little cones. They had the cones on the highway. So it was like, you know, they start off in the in the far left lane, the uh, HOV lane, and they just had them kind of boop, 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 you know, spaced out. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe uh, maybe it's a, a, an accident up there, and they just trying to get us to go around. Okay, cool. And so then at some point, there was a break in the cone, right? There was no cones from that point forward. And so I was about to get off, and I was like, oh, snap. So I saw this one dude. He, he went because the cone stopped, so he went. On the freeway, I'm like, oh snap! Maybe they just they they, they forgot to put the cones up because the accident is clear. I don't see nothing there, and I, I see some like police officer lights down further. So I'm thinking maybe they off to the side of the road. They cleared it out. Okay, cool. So I dip dip back on the highway, and then as I get up, I see five old dude outside his car with his flashlight, like waving his flashlight, and that car in front of me stopped. And then I'm I'm further back. Now I'm thinking, okay, just hit the reverse and back on out, and then you know go around this stuff. You know, because hey, I, I don't intentionally want to be just chopping it up with five oh like that. And so anyway, I so I say, nah, let me pull up, see what see what my dude want. And so he's like, uh, uh, do you uh you all right? I was like, yes, sir, absolutely. He said, uh, you see the cones back there? I said, yes, sir. I said, but then he stopped, and well, he said, well, why'd you keep going? I said, well, I, I, the cone stopped, and I saw the other car, you know, go get back, you know, merge back in. So I merged in behind him. Now he's a youngster; he don't know how old I am because he's just looking at Elijah Muhammad, how to eat to live, brother. You know, so he, you know, people thinking, oh, you got to be in his thirties. And so, and so this youngster, I'm telling you, he's a youngster. He had to probably be old as my oldest child. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing him. So he's like, uh, so if, 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 if he jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? I say emphatically, no. 
He said, well, hold it tight. I'm going to, you know, let me get your rush, rush, registration, all this stuff. Oh, yes, sir. Whatever. Cool. Boop, boop. Gave him whatever. He went to did what he had to do. Finally came back. All right. So what I want you to do, I need you to turn it around and then see the officer down there. Light on. He said, go down to that officer there and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. What well, is what it is. Let's do it. And so I, you know, turned around, went back and we had to get off the freeway and then get back on later and keep going because there had been an accident up ahead. Now, point of all it is. You know, even though you might you see the cones trying to direct you some way, if you see a little window of opportunity, that don't always mean go for it. OK, uh, let me get back on the, reg the regular road because that's what I did. I tried to get back on the regular road and there was a major accident with a fatality ahead. And so thinking, now, oh, man, if the cones are trying to get me to get off the freeway, but no, it looked like it. No, no, it ain't. And I dipped back in and. 5 old dude was like, yo, ho, 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 what you doing? There's a major accident up here, man. And if we weren't, you could have ended up in it. Because you just ro you rolling on the highway, not knowing that situation up here. So, brothers and sisters, as we get ready to conclude, as you're going through your life, start looking and noticing those cones and those barricades that pop up and come up and show up in our lives. They're there for a reason. They're geared to get us to stop. They're there to get us to pay attention, to take a, a, a break, an analysis, take into consideration some new data, new information that we may then proceed on our journey, but in a safe manner, in a more, a more uh, pleasant manner. You don't always have to run over the cones and bust down the barricades to get to the destination. Usually when you do that, you end up in a place you do not want to be doing something you had no intention on doing, messing around with people you had no business messing around with. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then you regret it, and you're like, I see, I knew it. I knew I should have. See, there it is. We call them, I call them flashing red lights. The flashing red lights. Oh, flashing red lights. Most times we ignore them. Most times we ignore those flashing red lights in our life. You do it with relationships. I did it with a bunch of relationships. I did that. Ignored, ignored the big flashing neon sparkly red lights with fireworks coming off of them warning danger will robinson danger that ain't a danger son that's my chance to show that i'm gonna push through this warning warning remember robot used that warning warning he was his little arms going warning warning danger will robinson danger he was but they always end up as a fool if robot was trying to warn him don't do it don't do it don't do it like okay go ahead bust through that power through mm -hmm. overcome that obstacle yeah okay overcome it don't mean run it over <laughs> you're gonna end up down the road you don't want to end up on you want to end up in a place you never ever ever should have ended up because we chose to ignore all the warning signs all the cones, all the barricades that was trying to guide and direct. See, if you don't believe that your God, right, I'm talking about the God, just the eternal source of all things. If you ain't even into the whole God concept, I get it's mathematics, right? If if, if you believe anything remotely synchro destiny, law the universe, whatever you calling it, if you if you believe anything like that remotely, then you got you got this point here, right? That sometimes Source, the creator, grandfather, the all in all, whatever you sound, how are you using it, right? Put stuff in your way to get you to go. 
go down here. No, no, go down here now. Okay, go down here. Well, I'm trying to get you to your divine destiny. But if you keep playing, you keep trying to push me, you keep trying to reject the the, the guidance I'm giving you. you. You see, you end up in situations, then you crying, talking about, get me out, Lord, get me out of this. I don't know how I got my... You ran over the stupid cone, you clown. You bust through the barricade. I put a barricade there. Why you bust through the barricade? Oh, my life is all blah, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. I need to get myself together. You, Yeah, you need to get back on the road you should have been on. The road to hell is paved with a good intention of running over cones and barricade, busting barricades. But you want to be in Serato Mustakin. You want to be on a straight path. You want to be, a, it's, it's, a, it's a thin, just straight. You just, and so anytime a cone pop up, you just got to navigate. Okay, whoa, whoa, there's a cone. You ain't got a lot of room to be messing around. Just, just, just guide and flow. Life, I'm telling you, life gets real easy, brothers and sisters, when we learn to get in the flow. Get in the flow. Don't have to resist. You don't have to. You don't have to like, like, ah, you know, none of that. You, I'm telling you, you get in the flow, and stuff, um, stuff, stuff just gets easy. It flows. Like Esther Hicks would say, go to the feeling that feels best. Just go to the feeling that feels best. Just downstream. We want, we want downstream. Feelings and thoughts, just downstream stuff. So, because when you when you in a stream and it's flowing, you just you can be in the boat and you ain't got to do all. <laughs> no, you just like you chilling. You like going downstream. It's so easy. Try your behind rowing upstream. You be like the salmon, tired. Some of you gonna die trying to muscle against the current. I can do this. I'm trying to get up to the top. Maybe that ain't the route you need to take. You're doing a lot of work. That seems like awfully hard to get where you're trying to go. You might want to rethink this. Maybe the bottom might provide you a different perspective on a different angle to get to the top. So don't ever think that you have to bust down, barrel over, or run over the cones and barriers in your life. Most times, I'm going to say most times, that's the God in your life trying to get us to go or grow to a different direction to get us ultimately to our divine destiny. So again, brothers and sisters, as we go through life, keep in mind and make sure you keep your, your antennas up to look for those cones and barriers in life that's trying to get us to change directions. Don't always think you have to barrel through. Don't, don't I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's a hard road doing that. So when you're driving down the road, next time you see some cones, you see a construction zone and they got the signs detour, keep left, keep right. Think about it for a minute. Say, what if I don't keep right? Then you end up in a head on collision with the other cars that's coming down that path because they said keep right for a reason. It's for your safety. It's for our protection. It's for order. Stay in your lane. Hmm. Well, brothers and sisters, I know I've learned that lesson as I've traveled the country and the world. I've learned that lesson by seeing all these detours, seeing all these disasters and things like that. And knowing that if even it's just a thought away, I could have said, I'm going to disobey this cone. I'm going to barrel over it. I'm going to. They can't tell me. Who do you think you are putting a cone in and a barrier in this road? I always go down this road. This is the road I want to travel. I. You, you can have that attitude. You can have that attitude. But you can also just be aware that the law of cause and effect is always in use, is always active, and you will get the results. You will get the results. Now, if you're in a place in your life where you don't like the results you've been getting, 
and you know you've barreled through some, some barricades and went over some cones, messed it up for the people coming behind you because the cones are all over the road and nobody knows, well, what path do we take, mama? What path do we go through, daddy? I, the cones are all kind of crazy. Well, you trying to figure out why they ain't prospering, why they not going down the right path because you, you barreled over a bunch of cones and didn't leave a path, didn't call nobody up and say, yo, son, daughter, uh, yo, you rolled out, rolled out when you, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get to about 17 and okay, there's, there's a rolled out. Yes. Okay. Now, but just check when you get there, just look at it. And so you'll see if it's still out. Cause it may, it may have been repaired by then. I've done the best I could to try to put something in play by which it would, you know, get better by the time you got to that point. However, just make sure you stop right there and then look at that to see if the road, if the road's still out and it's still dangerous, then just go ahead and make that left. All right. All right, bet. That's guidance. All right. So again, cones, construction, and the courage to stay the course. The real true course in our lives is the course that God, Allah, right? Jehovah, Yahweh, Elohim. It's put us on. Everybody got a divine destiny we trying to get to, should be striving to get to. And your life, I promise you, will become so much easier so much smoother where you can walk around and smile. People are like, what's going on with you? So I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. I'm not fighting this. I'm done trying to fight my God for where I'm supposed to be. I, I just go. I just, I just, I'm just rolling. I'm rolling with it. Oh, there's a cone. Oh, there's a cone. Don't mean we don't engage things. We don't mean we don't solve problems. Don't we solve problems? But these are cones to get us to think on what needs to happen next. I'm not saying be a blind driver. No, 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 no. I want you to be a thoughtful driver, skilled enough to recognize orange cones, big old barricades, blinky lights, and signs that actually give us guidance and direction on which way to go. All right, brothers, and sisters, that, that's it. I just I had to drop that because I had a conversation with one of my coaching clients on, on, on some of this, and we was really, we, we had to go in on this. And I said, you know, they was talking about trying to, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of energy. You're trying to get somebody to do something they don't want to do. Like, you know how crazy that is? Like psychologically flawed that strategy is. You're trying to make somebody do something they in their heart. They might not even want to do. They might not even see the benefit or the reason why they ain't sold on it. So you actually about to lose your sanity trying to make somebody do something they might not really want to do. Obviously, they don't want to do it. Why? 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 Just stop and say, well, okay, there's some blockage here. Let me find out why. Maybe they, they don't have enough data to, to determine why this is the best course of action. Maybe I haven't provided them with enough information and data or, or you know, st case studies or, you know, example something. That's a chance to think. Not muscle through it. All right. All right. So I think y'all got the point. That's it. I said, I didn't want to go too long. I got food. I got to get food. I want to eat some food. I ain't eat food all day. You know, I want to eat some food. And my, my trainer tried to get me to eat like multiple times a day and stuff. And I just, you know, yeah, yeah. When you've been doing the one meal a day thing, and then my wife and I switched to one meal every other day and did that for a year. And then my trainer dude was like, yo, you got to get more carbohydrates. You got to get more fuel when we're working out. We know how to do And now I'm like, I, I'll try. Uh, ooh, no, no, everybody was like, what are you doing, dude? 
You haven't produced no stomach acids to even digest nothing. Don't I'm not eating no meals. I'm trying to maybe pop a you know a few grapes in and eat a pear. <laughs> like eating like a meal and oh man. And then later on, work out and then come home and eat a meat. Nah, man. Nah. I told one of my coach clients, I said, You you don't you don't get like this. You don't get to this goofing around with the teachers that I'm like mommy. No, 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 no. All right. And so I, I I eat all day. That's what I'm saying, y'all. And so I'm ready to go get some bean soup in, right? Get my dose of bean soup in. So I pray that you all heard something that would help in some way, shape or form. Remember, it's not big. I, I'm not doing this because old brother Rodney, again, I, I, I'm me. I'm just doing me. I'm not important. I'm nobody and everybody at the same time. I'm just your brother. But I told myself many years ago when I was hiding in the back, nobody knew who he was. Not to know who I am. It ain't like that. But I was just playing the back in the shadows behind people way less qualified to be in the front. Right. But it is what it was. I, I mastered that in my own little insecurities, issues, whatever. Well, I'm cool. You know, just being in the back. And then, OK, then Master Pop Mama says, oh, you think you can play that role? All right. I'm going to create a situation in some circumstances in your life where you got to stand in the light. So people, yeah, people going to get to see your flaws and, and yeah, some people can probably be slack talking slander about what they think they know about your, your life. And oh yeah, your children, mama did and then whatever. I can tell the story better than anybody can. I can. Right. So I'm like, I, I'm in, standing in the light. See the flaws, hear the successes, get the journey. So this is me showing up, showing up, and given whatever Allah put in my heart and mind to say, to learn, to grow through, all that, to just drop it. Because I know somebody, like Les Brown told me, somebody was waiting for me to show up. This is why I do it. Because he says, somebody's waiting for you to show up, Rodney. Somebody's whole life is hinging on you showing up. I didn't think about it. See, there are 17 million keys. Wait, why would there be 17 million? Now, we know about the key. On this man have I laid the key. But why would there be 17 million? This is for my registered members. Why would there be 17 million? 17 million with the 2 million makes 19 million. All the planet Earth. Four, four, four. Okay, why? Why would there be 17 million keys? And they talk about the rate at which you got to turn the keys. Well, I realized at some point in my own understanding of it is that I'm a key for somebody somewhere, if not a few somebodies. Because if there's more than 40 million of us, then we got a lot more keys we got to deal with. So each one of you got to start being a key in somebody's life. That your struggles, the stuff you've gone through and grown through is going to be a, a something for somebody else to use. Like, oh, I needed that. See, I'm, I'm going through something right now like that. If I hadn't had the opportunity to see Brother Erica Hyde and his, 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 uh, his family go through what they went through, right, with the loss of their daughter. So quadrilla may a lot be pleased with our sister, right? Being born, stillborn. If I hadn't got a chance to be right there and see and witness the minister's strength when there was a, a, a loss in his family, to watch how he served the believers. If I hadn't got a chance to 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 know about Brother Jihad Hassan Muhammad's story, well, Sister Zika may a lot be pleased with our sister. I would have been ill-equipped when my turn came. So I didn't want to hide in the back of me. Right now I'm a I lost my way. Yeah, I was sad. Y'all, man, y'all didn't get to see that part. You didn't get to see the real stuff. 
but I wanted to share. I wanted to open up. I said, people got to be a part. There's a lot of people that love this sister. I I got to open this up. I got to share. I got to show. I got to talk about gratitude. I got to talk about what I've learned in the process and all that because I know somebody's going to be coming behind me that's going to need some cones mm. and some barricades. To show, go this way. Turn left here. Make a right there. Keep left. Hmm. Cones, construction of your life and the courage to stay the course. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for, for just joining us on the call to courage. You didn't have to do it, I know. And I'm just your brother. And, and my, my job, I just want to help serve, serve, serve. I want to see us get better. I want to see our lives grow and blossom and just just bust through the roof. And so that's what I that's what it's all about for me. I love seeing us successful. I love seeing us grow and just be I love it. Make that's my joy. They're telling you is, is seeing us do extremely well. Anytime we like doing something dope and hot, I'm like, that's dope. I'm like, dang, I love that. I love when we just doing good stuff in our lives, impacting lives of other people. It's, that's man. That's exciting for me. And so. I want to do whatever I can to help any and everybody to say, man, but coach, I'm stuck here. I don't divulge no information. Anybody, all my coaching clients, they know I don't, I don't divulge no information. I ain't gave nobody. Your, oh, I told so-and-so, yeah, yeah, so-and-so called me. I don't even get down like that. Now I'll share principles, but I don't talk about the people behind the principles. Hello, somebody. And so anytime somebody hit me up with a coaching session or something like, yo, can, I just, I'm trying to figure out how to get through this, how to navigate this. Hit your brother up. I'm, I'm, hey, how much it costs, bro, Ronnie? It costs brotherhood and sisterhood. It costs to help somebody else be better, grow in your life. That's what it costs. It costs living with integrity. That's how much it costs. That's, that's the payment. You got to live with integrity after this. You got to go all in. You got to go full tilt on, on just living in your divine destiny. That's, yeah. And you got to help some people, leave some cones. Talk about it. Call some people behind you and let them know what's coming up. That's the payment. All right? So thank you all for watching the call. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to my brother Hannibal uh, Muhammad. And, uh, and, and, and and may Allah be pleased with our brother, Brother Hannibal Sr. Um, that, was, that was, man, that's, whew. You know, there's some there's some people that, man, when when we take an L in terms of them no longer physically being with us, um, it's it like whew, you, 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 you some people, you feel it, you feel it because how much they've served and all the people they've helped and, and things they've done. And uh, I, I pray that I'm, I'm going to try to take a picture. I'm going to see if my mother in law will let me take a picture of what he did in the house that uh, uh, her and my sister in law have. Uh, the work he did, and he turned he turned what was an empty square little room was an office. He turned it into a damn near a museum. This place is exquisite. <laughs> Whew. At first he was doing, I'm like, eh, eh. when he finished, it was like, whoa, yikes, my man is like the god of this, right? And so, but Hannibal, Hannibal too, right? Um, he, he he reached out to me on something, and and so I'm gonna just break it out to y'all now. I'm proud to announce that the call to courage. We'll be on the radio. We've got a local radio station that decided to pick it up. So we sent the proposal in. And they said they said yes. So we got to have some some conversations to, you know, to, to get all the other stuff together. But uh, God willing, in December, we're going to take the call to courage to the radio. And then we all it's going to be broadcast to you. You'll be able to get it on your, you know, your phones and stuff and tap in through the app online and all that stuff. 
And so we're going to we're gonna definitely take it to another level and see if we can serve and help more and more people. That's what it's about. All right. And so we're going to tap into some 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 businesses and and people. And I'm going to you know, I want to interview people and bring people on that to help people, you know, just get their tone up, get their state up, get more happiness in their lives to see that there's always a way around it, through it. Um, you know, you could figure more. It's, it's a lot you can do and don't feel stuck, not to feel stuck where you see a sign and you stop and you stay there because there's a sign that says caution, don't go turn left. You like, and you stop. Some people just stop in life. And so we want to see if we can help some people not feel so stuck in their lives to see that there's a way out there. Somebody's grown through what they've gone through right now and that, you know, they're not alone in this journey. All right. We're all in this together, whether we know it or not, like it or not, we're all in this together. You ain't the only person dealing with it. You ain't the only person going through it or growing through it. You, you ain't that unique. You unique, but you're not that unique that you're not going through something. Somebody on this planet, 7 billion people, somebody's having a similar experience and somebody's already navigated it. You just got to find out who they are, read their story, find out what they did, what they thought, who they hung around with and what actions they took to help you get through as well. All right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Those you watching replay. Thank you. Send comments. I'll respond to everybody later. I'm going to go get some bean soup in. I love each and every one of you. I'm talking real. I'm not talking about that fake church hug love. I'm talking about I absolutely love you. And Minister Minister Farrakhan said this, love presupposes need, right? Love presupposes need and it's anticipation of needs. Love is anticipation of needs. I should not have to wait for you to ask me to serve you. You should just get served because I know what you need, right? That's when I pay attention to you. That's when I care about you. I look at your life. I say, mm, I know what so-and-so needs. You know, and then I provide the need before they even have to ask. That's when we really are in the love with one another, when we can be be so attuned or in tune with each other that I see what your need is long before you have to vocalize it. So we don't have to wait for the baby to cry to feed it. You go, oh, it's about time for you to eat. That's love. You know, let me check your diaper. See, before they even start hollering, nothing, you got you, you're already on it because you say, I love this baby. Right. So I pre it presupposes the need they have. All right. And so, brothers and sisters, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, those you watch replay, send some comments in. Jamie Swindell, Mr. Lifestyle. That's my brother right there, man. I learned so much from that brother right there. Man, that's my man right there. One hundred grand. Right. And so that's one of my, 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 my you know, my, my dudes where, you know, it, 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 Jamie Swindell, Mr. Lifestyle call up, say, yo, we riding on some cats. I'm like, what time you need me to show up? And do I need being bells or whistles? What do we do? Braille bells or whistles? <laughs> but that's my man right there. Very empowering brother. If you're not following on Facebook, Jamie Swindell, he, he does some powerful stuff. He's always motivated, always, you know, inspiring. He's, uh, he's Christ filled. He's just, he's, he's just a good, just a good brother and a family man. And that's the people you want to associate with people who are doing positive things in their life and about family and unity and love and kindness and all that. So that's the thing. All right. So thank you, brothers and sisters. I leave you with this. No matter what else you do in life, you must always remember to cultivate the courage to roar. But keep in mind that courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is, in fact, the application of our faith. I'm Rodney Asad Muhammad, your courage coach. Until next time, peace.